the following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Without freedom of the press, no democratic form of government could exist. We switch you now to London. I'm standing on a rooftop, looking out over London. Good night, and good luck. Good evening from our CBS newsroom in New York. NBC presents Chet Huntley and David Brinkley. From ABC, this is World News Tonight. With Peter Jennings in London, Max Robinson in Chicago, and from our desk in Washington, Frank Reynolds. Good evening. This historic legislation, the telecommunications law, will create many, many high-wage jobs. will create opportunities and better lives for all Americans. When the press is free, the people of a country are free. When the press is not free, the people of a country are in danger of slavery. Keeping you informed with information, news, and the views of people making the news. It's the Nicole Sandler Show on NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. All right, welcome to a Wednesday. Yes, it's Wednesday and we are live. I, I apologize for not being here yesterday. I will explain why what kept me from from being here yesterday momentarily i i did have a good excuse i promise uh but before we get to that um let's bring on the funny stephen colbert is back yay and uh well here's just a little little ditty from um well from from monday night take it away Stephen. i think i think president trump's latest twitter tirade is being slammed as racist and xenophobic Without naming names, the president Sunday called out progressive Democrat congresswomen, tweeting, why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? The congresswomen came from Cincinnati, Detroit, and New York City. Now, who wants to explain how America works to President Trump? Tobacco? AOC was born in New York, which is a United States. Presley's from Chicago, U.S. City by the lake. <laughs> Tlaib is from Michigan. It's shaped just like a mitten. On a bus in California, you said grab him by the kitten. Ooh. Omar's Minnesotan, the place with the mall. New Mexico's a U.S. state. Don't try to build a wall. They're American, most born and bred. Unlike the majority of women you have wed. Oh, it was short and sweet. Short and sweet. That's all it needed. Hello and welcome back. <laughs> a, a, bit, a bit of applause for the Colbert crew. So um, so what happened was uh, a dear friend of mine is in Florida visiting. Um, uh, so she um, is staying on Marco Island. Marco Island is on the west coast of Florida. So I am, I, I, I told you this before, I'm in a town called Coral Springs. Uh, I'm not in Coral Gables. I'm in Coral Springs, which is just on the east side of the Everglades. To to go across the state, you cut across, well, I-75, but it's known as Alligator Alley for good reason. So we're just on the east side of Alligator Alley. When you go across the state, you come out on the other side uh, in Naples, and you take a left, and you go south about a half hour, and you wind up on Marco Island, or as one of my listeners called it yesterday, Mark Up Island. Yes, it is. Um, so Michelle, my friend Michelle, got a, a condo right on the beach. And so I drove over Monday uh, to see her. And uh, there was no way I was driving home Monday night. And, uh, you know, and then I woke Tuesday morning and it was beautiful. And I thought, you know, I, I, I'm just going to take a day. I played hooky. I got a lot of sun. Um, 
Yes, those of you uh, eagle-eyed people who saw it on YouTube um, see that. Uh, But here's the thing. When my friend Michelle brought me back to a time uh, before I was so um, hyper-focused on politics, because I used to be hyper-focused on music. So, you know, I, I, many of you know, I was uh, in music radio for most of my career. And Michelle was an independent record promoter. The stories we could tell, um, the stories she could tell, boy. So anyway, she um, had done this project. And, and those of you who have listened to my show for a long time uh, are, are, might be familiar with something called Sunset Sessions. In fact, if you go on my YouTube page, you'll see some Sunset Sessions videos that I produced back back in the day. Um, uh, you know, in the way Sunset Sessions worked is uh, Michelle, her company, would take adventurous radio programmers record company people, artists, and then music supervisors. Those are the people who place songs in film and TV shows and commercials and bring us to some exotic location. I mean, some of the places we went to was um, uh, Maui, Puerto Vallarta, Cancun, the Bahamas. Um, um, I'm trying to think of others, uh, but you get the idea. She'd go to these you know, beautiful locations um, and, and take us. That That was when... There was lots of money flowing <laughs> in the record industry. And before, you know, the consolidation that you heard about in that radio opening to the show that that Boca produced for us, um, before all that took hold and destroyed the business, um, before radio stations were sold off left and right and one company can own eight radio stations in a single market, it was before those days. It was the good old days of radio. So anyway, Michelle... Um, sold her business a few years ago, but kept the Sunset Sessions thing going and stopped that a few years ago. And now she's looking to sort of bring it back on a different scale, like talking about doing it internationally, uh, maybe going to South Africa next year, things like that. So we're talking about, you know, working on a project. So I wasn't totally playing hooky. I was talking (laughs) talking about something, but it was nice not to be just entrenched in what's going on. But the thing is, uh, Michelle is a perfect example. She's been traveling for the last probably three months. She hasn't been home. And she does not follow the news very closely because she finds it uh, really disturbing, and I don't blame her. So, of course, I had the news on, and I'm trying to explain it. And and we I had the TV on right when um, uh, the squad did their little press conference and she's like, what's going on here? What is this about? And I had to explain to her everything going on. I had to explain to her who AOC and, and Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and Ayanna Presley were. I had to explain to her um, how Donald Trump is a racist. I had to explain to her how <clears throat> he, he went on this Twitter rampage and uh, told these American congresswomen to go back to their own country. And, you know, she just is very into spirituality and, you know, uh, karma and, and all that. And it's just so incongruent. Nothing makes sense anymore. So anyway, that's where I was yesterday. I got back in time. Um, well, I, I got back yesterday afternoon. Uh, and um, yeah. Just dealt with my uh, my little sunburn and stuff, but but here I am. So so actually, today is the day that Robert Mueller was supposed to be testifying before Congress. So I held today open without a guest, thinking that you know, depending on on how long the the uh, 
uh, the, the testimony would run, we'd carry some live or I'd just bring you highlights. I figured either way, the show today would be dealing with that. Well, of course, it was over the long uh, last few days that they renegotiated. Mueller will testify instead of for four hours tomorrow. He'll testify for five hours a week from tomorrow. Oh, today. I'm sorry. A week from today. So, um, yeah, so he was supposed to be there today. Instead, he'll be there a week from today. Poor Donald Trump. He scheduled his distractionary Nuremberg rally uh, to go up against, you know, to be the night that uh, um, <laughs> that Mueller was supposed to testify. So, so bets. So is he going to schedule another one for next week? Because that's a bit too obvious, don't you think? Anyway, um, yeah, so, so, um, uh, so, so of course, the, now the, the testimony is, uh, again, it's a week from today. It's the 24th. I have it on my calendar. I will not book a guest that day. But I had scheduled a test, a medical de- test. Uh, you know, I have lung cancer, and so I have to go for a, a pulmonary function test. And I was all set for um, the 24th at like 11 o'clock which is right in the, in the middle of the testimony. So, of course, I got on the phone. I rescheduled it. I'm actually going in tomorrow now, so nothing will block my viewing of the, uh, the Mueller testimony one week from today. Something else um, is today. Today happened, or yesterday it was. Yesterday was the fifth anniversary of, I wonder, did I pull, I thought I pulled this video. The fifth anniversary of the killing the murder by cop of of um, Eric Gar- Garner. Um, do you remember? He was the guy. I think it was in the Bronx. He was selling loose cigarettes. Just a big, you know, a big hulking guy out there, not hurting anyone, selling loose cigarettes. And the cops started to, you know, to tell him to stop, and they tried to take him down. And he was a big guy, and so they 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 got him about five on one got him down on the ground and put him in a chokehold. And, um, well, yesterday we learned that there will be no federal charges brought against the cop who killed Eric Garner. None. And the person who made that decision, Bill Barr, the current attorney general, that piece of shit who is, um, um, you know, posing as uh, um Donald Trump's, uh, 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 sorry, I'm, I'm doing two things at once, as, uh, as Donald Trump's Roy Cohn, his enforcer. He got him. This guy will do whatever he wants. And, and he's just a reprehensible piece of shit. So I pulled the, the news story from the new CBS evening nightly news from last night, just so you can see the reporting. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the video, and you'll hear Eric Gardner say, though you won't hear all 11 times, just know that while these cops were on top of him and holding him down and choking him, 11 times he cried out, I can't breathe. That Attorney General William Barr made the ultimate call to not bring federal charges today against a white New York City police officer in the chokehold death of Eric Garner. A man whose last words were, I can't breathe. Jeff Begay's tonight on Barr's decision and the anguish it's causing his family. But he was killed on the streets! Moments after hearing the decision, Eric Garner's daughter stormed out of the federal courthouse. Federal cops don't want to prosecute. Nobody wants to help. Nobody accountable. 
Five years ago tomorrow, NYPD police officers confronted Eric Garner over allegations he was illegally selling cigarettes in Staten Island. Staten Island. The arrest was captured by a cell phone camera. And Within you see them seconds, taking him down. Officer Daniel Pantaleo had wrapped his arms around Garner's neck. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Garner's cries of I can't breathe 11 times are among the last words he spoke before his Once death. Again. Today, federal prosecutors said the videotape alone was not enough to prove the officers had committed a federal crime. And the evidence here does not support bullshit charging police officer Daniel Pantaleo. Yes, it or does. Or any other officer uh, with a federal criminal civil rights. Then I don't violation. know what you were watching. Garner's not the mother, video Gwen I was Carr, watching. has called for the officers to be held accountable. This is an outrage, an insult to injury. You killed my son. Yep. And you won't get away with it. They did get away with it. Jeff Begay joins us now. So why did the attorney general have to make this decision? He didn't. Well, he did because he wanted to. The Civil Rights Division within DOJ wanted to bring charges in this case, but the Eastern District of New York did not. And Aye. ultimately, A.G. Barr, after watching the videotape multiple times, sided with EDNY. Nora, it is important to note that there is a separate NYPD internal investigation into Officer Pantaleo's actions. Commissioner James O'Neill will decide if the officer should be fired, likely by the end of next month. That is Jeff sickening. Gaze, thank you. Uh, truly, truly sickening. I, I, I'm, I, just when you think there's no way this guy's going to get off, they leave it up to William Barr, Jabba the Hutt. I, I, it just is unconscionable, but that's the way this country is going. We need to take it back. Big time, we need to take it back. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't even know what to say about this. It's on video. We see it. The cops jumped on this guy. They brought him down. They were on top of him, and he was crying out, I can't breathe, 11 times. He said, I can't breathe. And Bill Barr? says there was no evidence that this was, uh, you know, excessive force. I feel like we, the people, have no recourse. And, and, but we do. You know, I, again, I was talking to my friend Michelle about what's going on and how Donald Trump is thumbing his nose <clears throat> at the rule of law. That he's what happened yesterday with Kellyanne Conway. He she was subpoenaed to come in and testify before Congress about her violations of the Hatch Act. Do, she was supposed to go yesterday. Donald Trump told her ignore the subpoena, and she did. There should have been a warrant out for her arrest immediately. The Democrats are feckless. They have no backbone, they have no spine, they have no balls, and they better fucking grow up here soon or we're going to lose, and this is our reality for the rest of our lives. Donald Trump brand of fascism. This is where we're headed, where cops kill mostly black men with impunity and get off, probably get off that way too. It is reprehensible. And I'll tell you something, if we don't, do something to take this country back from the right-wing asshole, crazy idiots who, are, who want to want this to be a, a, a dictatorship. Then we're bound. History repeats itself. We're seeing the 30s happen all over again. It's that slow-moving death by a thousand cuts.
And it's going to get to the point, I'll tell you, I, I haven't told people to watch The Handmaid's Tale because it's so dark. I changed my mind. You can get a Hulu subscription for, I think, five bucks a month. I'll run some commercials, but not many. Or you can pay a little more and get them without commercials. Watch The Handmaid's Tale. If you think it can't happen here, you are wrong. It happens so incrementally. It's little by little by little by little by little by little. Death by a thousand cuts. And that's what we're living through now. And Donald Trump focuses the narrative I mean, his whole bullshit line of these women hate America. They love Al-Qaeda, which, by the way, he spells A-L-C-A-I-D-A, just in case you were wondering. Yeah, what's that about? Um, He uh, vilifies people based on their skin color or heritage. The whole thing, I mean, even yesterday with what's her name, Kellyanne Conway, I know I'm, I'm, I'm pilfering all my what's news stuff, but you know what? Let's just do what's news because all this is in there. We'll do it live because fuck it. We'll do it live. I read the news today. Oh, boy. Oh boy. All right. So um, there's other stuff, too. There's uh, 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 calling John Stewart. John Stewart, where are you? Uh, Rand Paul today blocked the Senate vote on the 9-11 Victims Compensation Fund. I had a few choice words for Rand Paul on Twitter. I think Laffy is going to use them in her tweet spot today. So I'll leave, leave that there for now. I mentioned Bill Barr. Uh, oh, and my, 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 my editorial comment on the end of the Bill Barr, you know, letting Eric Garner's murderer off without so much as a slap on the wrist. Our attorney general must be removed from office and locked up. He's acting as the lawless hand of the self-appointed king. Sorry, we just finished binge-watching Game of Thrones again, so I'm a little, you know, hand of the king. Um, all right. Uh, uh, today, well, you know what? This, uh, I'm going to get to this later, too. Um, all right, so, so let's get into what happened with the, 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 um, uh, the squad and Pelosi. The House eventually yesterday voted to condemn Donald Trump's racist remarks, telling four minority freshman congresswomen to go back to their... Uh, ancestral countries, right? The vote came down almost on strict party lines with only four Republicans crossing over to vote with all the Democrats and the lone independent, Justin Amash, voting yes as well. The disorder in the House began yesterday morning when Nancy Pelosi introduced a resolution to condemn Trump for his, quote, racist comments that have legitimized fear and hatred of new Americans and people of color. It's so sad because you would think that there would be a given that we would universally in this body just say, of course, of course. But the, and there's no excuse for any response to those words but a swift and strong unified condemnation. Every single member of this institution, Democratic and Republican, should join us in condemning the president's racist tweets. To do anything less would be a shocking rejection of our values and a shameful abdication of our oath of office Uh to protect the American people. I urge a unanimous vote and yield back the balance of my I was just going to give the general speaker of the House if she would like to rephrase that comment. I have cleared my remarks to the parliamentarian before I read them. Boom. Cleared her remarks with the parliamentarian before she read them. Can the words be taken down? I make a point of order the gentlewoman's words are unparliamentary and are ready to be taken down. 
chair will remind uh, all members, please, please do not uh, make uh, comments uh, toward personality-based uh, personality comments. The gentleman from Georgia is recognized. I made a point of order that the gentlewoman is armed parliamentary and request they be taken down. Tough. Is the gentleman making a, a demand that the words be taken down? I request that the gentlewoman's words are unparliamentary and request that it be taken down. And in the end, they were not taken down. Those words stood. And um, they did. So, so the Democrats won on that front. And then they, they um, you know, uh, Emanuel Cleaver, who you heard there uh, chairing this session, was, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm tripping over my words, was presiding over the chamber. He abandoned. He said, I'm out of here. All you want to do is fight. I'm done. And he threw down his gavel and he left. Eventually, after some back and forth, the House voted against striking down Nancy Pelosi's remarks and restored her ability to speak because they tried to shut her up. That, of course, was a party line vote that cleared the way for the vote last night condemning Trump's racist remarks. All the Democrats voted in favor of the resolution with four Republicans breaking with the Mad King. And, of course, uh, Justin Amash, who was a, uh, an independent now. The four Republicans who broke with Trump were Will Hurd of Texas, Fred Upton of Michigan, Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, and Susan Brooks of Indiana, who is retiring. So all that happened. Now, speaking of, <clears throat> you know, I was saying they, they have no teeth. The Democrats have no teeth. They need, to, they need a sharpener. Um, and so Kellyanne Conway yesterday follow the president's advice, as I told you earlier, who he told her to ignore the congressional subpoena, just not show up to the hearing, which is exactly what she did. Instead, she chose to go before reporters because doing so, like, you know, she did this outside of the White House, because doing so in an air-conditioned White House briefing room that's there for that express purpose would just make too much sense, I guess. So anyway, I digress. She, she tried to turn the tables on one reporter in a way that would have any other person in her position in a normal administration fired immediately for asking a question like this. The president was not telling uh, these, uh, these four congresswomen to return to their supposed countries of origin. To which countries was he referring? What's your ethnicity? What's your ethnicity? Uh, why is that relevant? To no, country? no, because I'm asking you a question. Yeah, my ancestors my, are from my, Ireland and Italy. My, my own ethnicity is not relevant to the question. It, exactly. It is, because you're asking about, he said, originally. No, he didn't. He said originally from. And they're originally from here. And you know everything he has said since, and to have a full so are you, conversation. Are you saying that the president was telling the president's already commented on that. The president, the president's already commented on that. He said a lot about this since that since that one tweet. Well, he's he's put out a lot of tweets and he made himself available to all of you yesterday. Yes, he has. He's tired. He, we, a lot of us are sick and tired of this country. Really? Of America then leave. Coming last hey, Kellyanne Conway, you're sick and tired of this country. Then you get the fuck out, you piece of shit. So the ball now, I guess, is in the Democrats' court. They must show the nation and the world that the House of Representatives has oversight over the executive branch, and they intend to exercise it. A good way to do that would be, oh, I don't know, open an official impeachment inquiry, but that's just my suggestion.
Yeah. Uh, uh, meanwhile, the House will vote today on holding Attorney General Bill Roy Cohn Barr and Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross in contempt. Uh, I did mention Robert Mueller was supposed to uh, be here today, but that'll be next Wednesday instead. Um, all right. John Paul Stevens died. You heard all about him. All right. And I just want to get to this story because I mentioned impeachment. And here's the thing. If Pelosi won't do it, just call Al. Oh, I didn't cue in far enough. <laughs> Trying to give a little musical flavor here. Here we go. Okay, so Al Green. Uh, it, but it, I know, it's, it's, it, I know. It, it's the other Al Green. Different Al Green. R- Representative Al Green of Texas filed articles of impeachment against Donald Trump yesterday, triggering a contentious vote happening today to confront this issue that has, you know, divided the party. Um, uh, So so now let me give you the update on this vote. There just saw a huge story. Did I? Okay. Um, So the House is slated to vote this afternoon on whether to immediately consider articles of impeachment against Trump, the first barometer of efforts to remove the president by the Democratic-led House. The move forced by uh, Al Green of Texas, who used a procedural mechanism that required action within two days, this from Politico, is unlikely to succeed, they're saying. Nancy Pelosi has opposed all efforts to immediately begin impeachment proceedings against Trump. And in fact, uh, there's a piece in the Washington Post about exactly what's going to happen today. It says... um, uh, let me. Uh, Pelosi told reporters, "This is so typical, Pelosi." With all with all respect in the world for Mr. Green, we have six committees who are working on following the facts in terms of any abuse of power, obstruction of justice, and the rest. That is the serious path that we are on. Yeah, except because it's not an impeachment inquiry, Nancy. Donald Trump's people are all just ignoring your subpoenas. Great oversight you got there. Yeah. How do you enforce it? Don't know? Open an impeachment inquiry! God. So far, 86 House members favor launching an impeachment inquiry, um, though even some of those have been uh, reluctant to endorse Al Green's effort. So they, they have a few choices of what they could do. They can table the motion, which would set it aside, basically kill it. And that's probably what Nancy Pelosi wants to do. The House could send it to the Judiciary Committee, which would also probably set it aside. But it would give Judiciary the option to take it up. And frankly, I trust Gerald Nadler, the chair of the Judiciary Committee, more than I trust Nancy Pelosi to do the right thing here. Or they could vote, give it an up or down vote to impeach the president. I guess we'll find out this afternoon. I'm leaning towards Pelosi tabling it because that's how she um, that's how she rolls. Uh, Yeah. And all the more reason we got to get Nancy Pelosi the hell out of there, too. All right. Um, Let's not wait any longer. We kept Laffy waiting all day yesterday. Um, I know she's like standing by. Hopefully uh, I can call her. (laughs) It'll work. because the last couple of weeks, I, she's had to call me. It's ringing and ringing and ringing. All right, Laffy, uh, I'm going to hang up, and you call me. Uh, is she there? Oh, I think she's there. Okay, so um, uh, sorry, I'm so discombobulated today. Let's um, let's bring her in. And now, it's time for the Nicole Sandler Show segment, Shooting the Shit 
with Laffy. Oh, yes, it is that time of the week. Well, we're a day late and a dollar short and all that. But, hey, Gotta Laugh is here. We just uh, just need to get her um, uh, punched in, I think. Hello? Well, yes, y- you've reached the Trump misses the point of Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> troubles hotline. Okay, what else is new? Yes, okay. <laughs> press, press one if you think when Trump heard about at Epstein's orgy island, he wanted to go there and erect something. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Press two if you think Trump defended Epstein because, well, he thinks being a pedophile uh-huh. means going to a strip mall to get your toenails done. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess that's what he thinks it means. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and press three if you think Trump thought Epstein's sex trafficking meant Doing it in the back of a limo during rush hour. Oh, or, you know, in the bathroom or in the hallway <laughs> or did you but see NBC sex trafficking? Yeah. So there's a car. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Mode of yeah, transportation. Yeah. I say uh, went yeah. up, right over my head. Um, <laughs> but did you see the video? NBC News, oh, I guess, combs yes. through their archives. Yeah, oh, you mean the, the and, one of Trump awkwardly dancing while he's like ogling and talking? Yeah. Uh, all about the Buffalo Bills cheerleaders yes. with Epstein at a 1992 party that he yes. denied knowing right. or caring about uh, loving I wasn't a fan of his. I was not a fan of his. And, not of course, you see him grabbing this girl's ass, like putting his oh, hand yeah. right by her. It's like so, <laughs> oh, my God, so disgusting. And his eyebrows were much bushier. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> and very red. But, you no, know, he was, it, it was, for, just forgetting the, the sexual part of it for a minute. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the assault. Um, he just looks so embarrassing dancing. Oh, Did you God. see everything that? Everything about everything about him. And that smile on his face was just, I'm sorry, oh. creepy. Creepy. And yet he, he never smiles anymore, no. which is weird. No. He's always got that scowl. That mm-hmm. Trump scowl. And, mm. and he likes the scowl. That's, he insisted that his official picture have a Has scowl. The scowl. <laughs> he is, so he is a scary, scary, sick fuck. I mean, it's the only yeah. way I can put. It. He he is, and and I got to tell you, you know, um, I, I I I still post stuff on Facebook every now and then. I use Facebook and Twitter for different things, but you know, to to push yeah. the show and all that. And sure. there's this radio guy that I knew a few years. I didn't know him well, just knew him that he was uh, ex morning show guy. Um, and his his posts are always very cryptic. You know, he'll he'll be slightly critical of Trump, but he doesn't want to offend the Trumpsters. He's one of those people. So I asked him pointed questions like, "Do you deny that he's a racist?" I mean, I I, I was just goading him yesterday, and basically <laughs> I made him come out and say, "There's no way Donald Trump is a racist." <laughs> do you read? I mean, what, how do you go through life? Uh, and so I kept I kept <laughs> I had at that it. same conversation with the troll today. Oh my god! And he finally blocked me. I was going to block him, but I thought now I'm just going to keep going at him. I was having fun. It was a sort of a, 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 a mass a sadist kind of thing. Well, yeah, I, that's what whack a troll is. I mm-hmm. basically do it once. You know, I play whack a troll mm-hmm. one time just to make a point, just to humiliate, or just to alert my followers, or whatever, or just because I'm in the mood. Right. And um, and then I uh, I balk because they're not worth more of my time. Um. Right. Exactly. And and that exactly. That's what I do. So. Yeah. Anyway, I've got more tweets than I thought I was going to have today. Some of it you've covered, but let's get the you know the different takes on what you've covered so well. I mean, you really uh-huh. did some good stuff today because I was like, "Yep, check." There's check, there's check. so much, and and you know, yesterday I, I really I, just so you know, I had a big case of the guilt. It's like, oh my god, the one day I'm like trying to take a day for myself, and the whole fucking world goes nuts. 
but it goes nuts every day in this country. So it, yeah, but it know, really kind of exploded. It really, I mean, it you, really did it really, explode yesterday. You're not off base there. You, no, it really went crazier. Yeah, I, I, I felt guilty not being on the air. I really did. And then I got home and I thought I should do something. I'm like, you know what? Just breathe, relax, and you jump right. back in tomorrow because none of this stuff is going away, sadly. You see, that's exactly right. That's why, I mean, we talked about that. I said, you know, you're there already. Go yep. for it because yep. we all need a break. I am so overdue for a break. I am literally crying every day. I've never felt like this in my uh, life. Believe me, I, I know the feeling, and I don't. I mean, look, everyone else in radio took off on the 4th of July. I took yeah. that day off only because, really, I mean, who am I going to get on as a guest? So I played music that day. But um, I, I I haven't taken time off because I'm, I'm not going anywhere. But uh, yeah. then yesterday, it's like I'm on this beautiful beach. The water is mm. flat. It's like a bathtub. Um, by, by the way, here, uh, for watching on YouTube, um, I'm, I'm trying to show you my tan lines. <laughs> or burn lines, as the case may be. I re someone when I first got here, uh, you know, and the, the camera went up. YouTubers going, oh, I see somebody got some sun. Um, yeah, I'm. I, my husband's not happy because I didn't have enough sunscreen on. But it's okay. It's okay. It was good. The it's sun, fine. the Every water, so often the ocean. You're allowed. Yes. So yes, I need R and R too. So mm -hmm. um, and now here we are. I. Uh, 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 Again, I changed my doctor's appointment so I can be here next Wednesday for the. Oh yeah, uh, I cleared my calendar too. I had it marked, you know, and then I had uh -huh. it like, okay, they've canceled. Now we're gonna go another week. Thank goodness I had nothing else planned. It's a big red X on my yep. calendar. Yep, that day, and, and I know David actually what for the the thing that was supposed to be today. He was supposed to have a meeting today. He's like, nope, can't do it Wednesday. <laughs> you gotta keep that day open for Mueller. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, I hear birdies. What? Oh, you hear birdies. Wait, hold on. I got a, got a rant. You know, they, 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 they have a, they have a mind of their own. Sometimes you got to wrangle them around. So birdies, <laughs> come on, birdies. Here we go. Welcome to my tweet. All right. So uh, what are the tweeters all up in arms about these days? Oh my goodness. Well, let's start with uh, David Waldman. Okay. Bro X yes. on, on the Twitters. Um, now I, I have a little series of, I think it's three by him. Uh, he's talking about Al Green. He's talking about Call what's me. going, you know, the, oh, the, other the impeachment. Green. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Not that Al Green, the other Al Green, yeah, silly, right. silly girl. Uh, he says, um, okay, so he's quoting Roll Call, saying that Democratic leaders likely to refer impeachment resolution to judiciary or table it rather than a direct vote. And he says, refer it. Then if refer members of the judiciary. judiciary committee are willing to ask, hey, what's this? We have an impeachment inquiry. That's right. And see, as I said, I trust, I believe Gerald Nadler is there. I think he's just trying to be a responsible, you know, uh, respectful committee chair yeah. to Pelosi, yeah. which is why he hasn't, you know, stepped over and said, I'm doing this. If they refer to judiciary, I believe that's the next step. I sure hope so. Okay. So then uh, in answer to Sarah Ferris, Sarah Ferris of, oops, where did she go? I don't know where she's from. Oh, Politico. She said, Representative Dan Kildee, who was a uh, newly pro-impeachment, says he's frustrated, this is what you were mentioning, that Green is forcing his impeachment vote now. Yeah. Quote, I don't think just because you're for impeachment, one member gets to determine the timing. So uh, David Waldman said, counterpoint, the timing is perfect. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, the rules forced a fight about the right to say Trump is a racist, but 
The same rules say when an impeachment resolution is pending, remarks made in debate may include references to personal misconduct on the part of the president. So today, an impeachment resolution will be pending, which means members may directly address Trump's racism on the House floor and do so within the rules. Green has arranged for the parliamentary safe haven no one else could yesterday could yesterday except by sheer force and then the last part of this of this particular thread is the suggestion that the resolution wait until after Mueller testifies is nonsense Green's resolution doesn't address any part of Mueller's report and waiting a week or more to d- directly address yesterday's event is even dumber timing than Green is accused of then mm-hmm. he finally goes on to say uh, in this last little thread um, Rashida Tlaib already has tried uh, has tried, I'm, I think he messed up here. He says uh, the resolution calling for an impeachment inquiry route, no debate referred to the rules committee, never seen again. Green's resolution is the next step. It's mm-hmm. privileged. will get a debate. And if referred goes to judiciary. Okay. And that, and that, and I hate to say it, but it's going to be up to Nancy Pelosi. And I hate yep. that we have to put our, hopes on her because she's shown that she is um uh, feckless that she's chicken shit she's all she's thinking about is the politics of this because she's so afraid it'll 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 reflect badly in the election against the democrats that's not what she should be concerned about she should be concerned with upholding the constitution of this nation Yes. And Brandy Buckman of uh, Courthouse News uh, goes into that a little bit. She says, new Pelosi says uh, on the, on Al Green, this is what you were saying, resolution to impeach President Trump. She is not sure whether they will table the vote tonight or not. Mm-hmm. If it is tabled, that would effectively kill it for now. Quote, and then she does the Pelosi quote that you have with all due respect in the world to Mr. Green. He is a prayerful man and cares about our constitution we have six committees who are working with following the facts in terms of any abuse of power that the president may have engaged in that is the serious path we are on and then but, she comes back but back, yeah but that the, the, the people who are subpoenaed to testify before those committees are ignoring the subpoenas and you're not doing anything about it exactly and then someone says so is this the beginning of impeachment or what and brandy says Highly unlikely. What today marks is the first time a Democrat majority controlled House has an opportunity to broach it with a vote. But again, with the split among Dems on this issue, unlikely. This does open the door to more debate. And in light of last night's resolution, very interesting. And then someone said, didn't Green try this at the beginning of Trump's Mm -hmm. installation? And uh, she says he did it in 2017, 2018. But both times the House was controlled by Republicans. This is the first time it's been brought up Mm. while the Dems uh, own the House. So uh, there's some information that uh, is helpful. Right. Uh, Okay, so that's all my all my tweets on impeachment. But I have a really good this is kind of lengthy. So hang in there. Okay. a really good tweet. Carrie, uh, an attorney, he, she, I can't tell, I think it's a she. Uh, she says, uh, she quotes here, and I'm going to, it's a long quote. I think it's from Facebook. She said, lifelong Republican and former judge leaves mm, the GOP with a scathing story. goodbye yep. post. Okay, yep. get ready. Hold Good. on to your yes. hats, folks. Yay. Uh, these are, Elsa, I love these. <laughs> sorry? I love these kind of stories. I do, too. Uh, Elsa Alcala is the judge. Mm -hmm. It has taken me years to say this publicly, but here I go. Trump is the worst president in the history of this country. This is a Republican now. 
I have had long discussions with friends who support him who say he's an embarrassment on X, but he's been great about Y. And the Democrats, the Democrats are terrible about Z, even accepting that Trump has had some successes. And she says, and I believe these are few at his core, his ideology is racism. To me, nothing positive about him could absolve him of his rotten core. Nothing anyone could ever say on Facebook or anywhere else could ever convince me otherwise. In the election, I will vote in the Democratic primary for the first time in over 20 years. I hope Democrats rise to the occasion and put forth some very qualified candidates and that every polling station will be overwhelmed with voters. Again, this is a Republican. The current Republican Party supports Trump. So I cannot support that party in Texas or nationally. The past Republican administrations were not Trump-like. They wanted an inclusive party. Well, I don't know about that, but that's what she says. And I appreciate their, their past support of me, but that is no more. Please don't lecture me about abortion because today Trump's actions are resulting in the deaths of live humans in other ways. There is no moral high ground by Republicans on abortion or the value of life. And don't tell me to go back where I came from. My relatives have been in this Texas area since it was before the USA, and I was born in the USA. Mm. My English is probably better than yours, and my Spanish is mostly Spanglish. I wish my, my Spanish was better. Uh-huh. I spent 29 years in government service to help the people of our country, and I love our country and its people. And I have given more to this country than the vast majority of people. What I know for sure is that we, as a country, are better than this. To me, Any of the viable Democratic presidential candidates are superior to the status quo. You may unfriend me if you wish, and I will unfriend you if you choose to be rude in your response. I don't plan to be political too much on social media, but I needed to say this publicly for my own conscience. Hmm. Uh, Good. Right. I mean, good. She she had some, like, run-on, so that's why I kept sort of stumbling on where she was ending a sentence. Uh um, Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I'm hoping. I'm hoping what more and more Republicans will do. Yep, I hope so too. Um, Except you'll note it, this was a judge, you said. Um, In Congress, they're not. In Congress, four, count them, four Republican House members uh, voted with the Democrats last night to. And one's leaving. Right. And one is not running for re election. Uh, um, To, to, you know, went along with the Democrats to say that uh, Trump is guilty of, of you know, these uh, hor- horribly racist comments about sitting members of Congress. I mean, the, what got me were the comments when him um, speaking to the press and saying, well, they hate America. They, you know, they hate America. And they're so socialist. And it's, you know, they're, they're communists, basically. I mean, he just makes this shit up. How right. dare he say, if he said to, that I hated America, there are times I hate living here. I hate the country under him. I hate the way mm-hmm. he's running it and ruining it, what was right. still decent about it. Um, right. But how dare he? How fucking dare he? I'm, I, I, I give those four, the squad, so much credit. For, oh, yes. For, oh, yes. For oh, yes. For, I donated for to all four cool. of them immediately. Good for you. Good for you. For keeping their cool because, you know me, I'm hot-headed. I, 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 I lash out. They've mm-hmm. been calm under pressure and saying what needed to be said. If it's okay with you, I want to play. Oh yes. What Ilhan Omar said when they were um, at that squad press conference, because I, I yes. won't play the whole thing because it runs five minutes, but this is really good. So here, here's a little bit of what she said. Thank you, Congresswoman um, Ayanna Presley. This country was founded on the radical idea that we are created equal and endowed by our creator with in 
inalienable rights. And yes, we have a long way before we fully live up to those values. It is for this reason precisely that we have to take action when a president is openly violating the oath he took to the Constitution of the United States yes. and the core values we aspire to. As Martin Luther King said, all we say to America is, be true to what you say on paper. I believe this is a pivotal moment in our country. The eyes of history is watching us. Right now, the president is carrying out mass deportation raids across this country in each one of our districts. Right now, the president is committing human rights abuses at the border, yep. keeping children in cages, yep. and having human beings drinking out of toilets. Mm. This president, who has been credibly accused of committing multiple crimes, including colluding with foreign government to interfere with our election. This is a president who has overseen the most corrupt administration in our history and pursued an agenda to allow millions of Americans to die from a lack of health care while he transfers millions of dollars in tax cuts to corporations. This is a president who has said, grab women by the pussy. This is a president who's called black athletes sons of bitches. This is a president who has called black people who come from black and brown countries shitholes. This is a president who has equated neo-Nazis with those who protest against them in Charlottesville. She went on from there. I wanted to get that right. part in because that she called so good. It was so powerful because, you know, all the news channels were carrying it live and her shithole countries and all, all of his that the, the, the he, he talked about the disgusting things they say. Thank goodness she quoted him because his mouth is much more foul than anything yep. I've heard come out of any of those four ever. Yep. Oh, and, and by the way, um, you you just it triggered something in my little pea brain yep. here uh the four of them were carried live on all networks yep. Yep. all right yep and they got a ton of attention and it was replayed and you're replaying it today mm -hmm. and i had an argument with somebody who is on our side you know she's a, she's a good person and yep. and she's uh a little bit meek but it doesn't make much sense to me sometimes and she said um about uh, the impeachment inquiry hearings, what uh, nobody's going to pay attention because then during Nixon, there wasn't cable TV and there weren't so many channels. So people won't be tuning in because they have so many more channels to tune in on, even if it's carried on all four networks or all five or six or eight, mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know, major but news she, networks. You know, I, she has a point, but I think people will still watch. Well, but that's what I said. I said, look, he, he was on for, Mueller was on for nine minutes. Yep. And everyone watched, watched it. Everyone, Everyone carried it. it. Yep. Everyone talked about it for at least two days, at yep. least two days, and are continuing to talk about it, uh, you know, sprinkled in over the, the news stations even today. Yep. And that was that was how long ago? A couple months? Yeah. Um, you get an impeachment inquiry huh. hearing where there's facts yep. coming out yep. that we haven't even heard about, where mm -hmm. there are subpoenas that will have to be honored more strenuously, at least, than they are now, because right. it becomes a legal issue. Um, so I, I strenuously disagree 
that it won't get eyes and it won't get views and it, people the it'll get way more views than anything that's going on now. Right. Oh, without a doubt. Well, that's what they don't want. Uh, but, but no, right. But I mean, I can't believe anybody would say that. Oh no, no one will pay attention. Of course they'll pay attention. That'll be the focal uh -huh. point of the news for days and that's weeks right. and that's months. Right. Well, that's why next Wednesday is such a big deal. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm worried that, I'll speak for myself, that my expectations are a little too high. I just yeah, think well, having him verbalize what's in that report is, is a giant step. And hopefully oh, yeah. know, they will yeah. ask him the right questions and he'll answer them. I have but one mine aren't higher than that. That's, that's my expectation. Right, that right. is my expectation. Right. I hear you. No, I got yeah. you. I got you. Yeah. I, I got to play one other thing for you that really jumped out at me. Um, yesterday, I happened to catch a little bit of Mika Brzezinski's interview with Joe Biden. And oh, yeah. Um, I, 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 this uh, just left me speechless. So I'm going to play it without comment and get your reaction. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay, here, here we go. But what do you do? You make it to the general. You're on the debate stage. He's lying. He's saying we're doing great. That's his brand. We're stronger than ever. He starts making fun of your age, your mental state. He starts going after you in ways that this is, I mean. I said, come on, Donald. Come on, man. How many push-ups you want to do here, pal? You know, right. I mean, jokingly. You know, come on, run with me, man. People, uh, oh my um, God. I, I don't hesitate. I'm not going to get down in the dirt what? with him. That's the only place he knows how to fight. I'm just going to continue to talk about what he's doing why it's so damaged to America. And as my mother would say, I'm not going to take any guff from him. Push-ups? How many push-ups? Come on, come on, man. Get down here with me, man. Run with me. Uh, that's, no how he, that's, that's how he's going to fight back against Trump. Big, strong Joe Biden. Come on out back. I'll beat you up. If that's his best. That's, that's oh, seriously? Boy. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's, let's come on, I'm, man. I'm kiddingly the, daring you to do push-ups. Come on, man. What the, come on, come man. On. Uh -uh. Unbelievable. How are you going to do it? He's lying. He's saying everything is great. He's doing his gaslighting. Uh, did you hear him fumfering? He couldn't eat push-ups. How many push-ups can you do? I'll say jokingly. This is not the time for jokes, you fucking moron. Didn't he also, wasn't he the one that said some time ago, uh, I would take him out back like I did with the yes. you know, bullies in high school? Yeah. That This is exactly this is this is the second time that, yes. he, that he's brought up the macho, I'm a bigger man yeah. than you can ever be. I'll thing. challenge him to a push-up competition? I don't, oh, are you kidding right. me? All right. I, I've got so many more tweets. Okay, I, 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 I don't want to go yeah. on too long. No, go. Um, going back to the racism thing, uh -huh. <laughs> uh, my, my one of uh, somebody who follows me, Pulpiteer, closed captioning for the thinking impaired. <laughs> if you need an explanation of how his comments are racist, you may be a racist. Yeah, yeah, you think? Yeah. You just may be one. Right. Yep. Uh, LOL GOP, who we love. Uh, he's quoting over Zeke Miller from uh, wherever Zeke Miller is now. Where is he? At AP. No. Yes, AP. Uh, U.S. border official, 62 employees, eight ex-employees under investigation over social media posts mocking lawmakers and migrants. Uh, LOL GOP says, please have them check out Trump's tweets and what he just said in the Rose Garden. Thanks. Oy. Oh, God. Because, yeah. Because, now, yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, you know, after we spoke last week, after that whole Rose Garden thing, you know, Brian Karam came back on the show to talk yes. about the, the Sebastian Gorka. It, it, I mean, to, 
you see these these miscreants, these these lower than low life sorry excuses for uh, wannabe journalists given credibility seats up front in the Rose Garden and then this 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 Neanderthal Gorka um, starts you know pushing his finger in Brian Karam's face calling him a punk like they all he would have come to blows Brian wouldn't have but Gorka would have it, it just is <laughs> It's just inconceivable I, I know, what's I know, going on. I know. I, uh, okay, so here's one for you. Yeah. Uh, and Chris in Paris, one of my favorites, uh, I love him. He uh, he said, hard to say why the GOP struggles to win over non-white voters. And he's, quote, tweeting over this. GOP Representative Mike Kelly. Ready for the quote? Yeah. You know, they talk about people of color. I'm a person of color. I'm white. Oh my! I saw that. I saw. I'm that. an Anglo-Saxon. Right. People say things all the time, but oh. I don't get offended. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Somebody just give me a drink. I need like a bottle of Pinot right now. Yes. Right now, guys. Someone send it over. I FedEx me. I don't care. Just get me some wine. All right. So, um, Adam Serwer. Yes. Uh, he's he's quoting over. Um, uh, uh, Salil Kapoor reporter were Trump's tweets about the Democratic congressman racist GOP leader no and then Adam Serwer says Steve Scalise addressed a white supremacist group and once called himself David Duke without the yes, baggage yes he did I actually remember that mm-hmm. Yeah. so there's some hypocrisy for you just thought you'd like it um, okay so in case anybody missed this this is from the Daily Beast Jeffrey Epstein abused his victims while serving time. Yes, he in did. Florida. Well, one serving time. First of all, he was in like a county jail instead of a prison. Exactly. And, and he was released six out of seven days a week so he could go into his office. And now we're learning it wasn't exactly his office that he was going to. He was going to rape girls again. Exactly. And, uh, uh, of course, the quote is here. Uh, he wasn't in jail. He only slept there. Um he was allowed to have visitors while he was supposed to be working during the 13-month sentence. Uh, all I can say is more than one person that visited him, um, uh, they believed they were going there on something other than a sexual purpose. Once there, he used his perfect master manipulation to turn the situation into something sexual. This is uh, lo- a lawyer, Brad Edwards. Um, not one of the individuals was a prostitute. These were all people who, at the time that wanted something. They came over under false pretenses and he manipulated them and now his attorneys have labeled them labeled them prostitutes. I don't even want to go further with this. It makes me sick. Um, closing my tab. All right, here's something. Oh, and then and then Julie Brown, the reporter who's been on top of all this, uh, she's quoted as saying, he paid these deputies a lot of money and they would not talk to me. He so, paid these deputies a lot of money? Uh- Yeah, here's your quote. A Palm Beach Sheriff's deputy told me from my series that their work release detail involves standing outside his office and signing visitors, including women, in and out. They never checked what he was doing in that office, and the logs mysteriously disappeared. He paid these deputies a lot of money, and they would not talk to me. It's time they come clean for the good of other hardworking people in law enforcement 
who don't look the other way when convicted sex offenders commit crimes. While Palm Beach uh, kept his jail logs well past records law limitations, this logbook containing the names of women who were uh, visiting him in his office is no longer available. Oh, the Palm shocker. Sheriff's told me. Come on, this man. Is especially, they... yeah, come <laughs> on, man. This is especially sus- suspect because this log was kept locked in a safe during his work wow. release. I doubt they kept the bland jail the bland jail logs locked in a safe. And that's uh-huh. as far as she went in this thread on, oh on Twitter. God. Oh, my God. Uh, closing that tab. And then I've got a couple more here. I'm not going to even go on this. This is Well, okay. Monica Crowley uh, is yes. being nominated as Assistant Secretary for Public Affairs. She's a plagiarist. She's a and plagiarist. What, and they're going to make her a spokesperson yep. for the what department? That's what Susan Hennessy said. A lawfare executive yeah. ed- uh, editor said the Monica Crowley who plagiarized portions of her book and also parts mm-hmm. of her PhD dissertation. Mm-hmm. That Monica Crowley oh, right. is, is being considered for spokesperson for which department? Labor? Treasury. Treasury. I, oh, I, okay. I just closed it out. So it doesn't I, matter. I it, it, does, it doesn't matter. They're all, they're all. They're Here's all, you. Um, me? Yes, I've got a tweet by you. Oh, I wonder what I said. I can't imagine. It's about Ron Paul blocking the Senate vote uh, on the 9-11 Victim Compensation uh-huh. Fund. Fucking piece of shit. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, Raphael, you going to care for all those dying 9-11 first responders by yourself? I thought not. I got to tell you, I can't tell you how many people tweeted at me. Raphael, you mean Ted Cruz? Yes. His name is Raphael. His real name is Raphael. Three people wrote, I think you're thinking of Raphael Ted Cruz. Yeah. But you, this is the guy who wouldn't call Beto O'Rourke Beto because that was his name is Robert. Um, so so you know what? Fuck Ted. His name is Raphael. But these oh, idiots no, no, but on they're Twitter. Saying Rand Paul blocked it. Oh oh, Rand Paul. Oh, I'm thinking Ted. <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't so matter. So it's me. Never mind. I, <laughs> I see. But it doesn't matter. If this substitute the name Rand Paul. You are correct. Oh my God. I know. I I know. I I got I've Rand done, Paul I, and Ted Cruz okay. mixed up. <laughs> it's okay. I've done this a million times. Everybody gets it. A if feather. It, and here was, I am you know. going. Why don't they understand what I'm saying? I'm saying. Yeah, but it applies. It applies. Um, Hal Sparks chimed in. Oh. He said because it's what's right for Kentucky or America, or because he just likes to watch people's <laughs> lungs decay until they choke to death. Rand Paul is scum. Uh, empty wheel Rand Paul says we can't take care of 9-11 first responders because sustaining Trump's enormous tax cut for the super wealthy is more important than saving lives. That's so disgusting. Did Does Rand Paul given a re- have he given a reason for putting a hold on the uh, uh, on the 9-11? It responders? was about spending money. Oh That's my. why she said that. Oh, my God. What a yeah. what a reprehensible piece of shit he is. By the way, here's one I'll squeeze in at the end just because it's amusing. Uh, Matt Fuller uh, of of, of uh, HuffPost said, um, well, I can confirm Matt Gates was da- dating a college student while he was a member of Congress. I mm. sat across from the intern and had her lie, uh, lie to me for 45 minutes at a I don't know how to print it, prêt à manger, before she sent me an email later that night confirming the story. And, um, and Matt Gates's comment was, I'm not a monk, I'm just a congressman. Oh, my God. Oh, he's not a monk because he's dating, what, a high school girl? And I, I think it was a college, oh, college girl. girl. Okay. Still, I mean, I, I think, you know, my daughter's 20. If, if Matt Gates came anywhere near her, she's just like, ah! <laughs> well, you know, between the family values and the pro-life, uh, uh, you know, Rand Paul, 
as he won't let the funds go through for 9-11 people who are dying. Yeah. You know? Sickening. It just absolutely sickening. Something's got to give people. We yeah. can't let this go on like this. I, 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 I don't know. I, yeah, we all need to run away together. We need to find an island in yes. the middle of nowhere that's that's got mountains on it because you know yes, sea levels rising. Mountains. So we need yeah. well, we need mountains so we can get up above sea level on the on the island so it doesn't flood <laughs> us out and, and yeah. build our own new country there. I'm good with that. I'll yeah. be I'll be over. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll do that. <laughs> All right, with that, we're done. Uh, Tomorrow on the program, Howie Klein will be here. I'm sure there's lots to talk about with Howie Klein. And then um, Friday, guess who's joining us Friday, Laffy? Who, who? Illy Mastal. (gasps) My favorite. I I love him. He's got a big cover story coming up in The Nation. We're going to talk about that. And, of course, he he follows me, and that was one of my best follows ever. me too. Me too. All right, Laffy, see you on the Twitters. See you tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.